welcome back to Teen Titan Wasteland. In this, our third episode, we are going to discuss issue 59 of Showcase Comics, or as I like to call it, ladies and gentlemen, the fabulous flips. Yeah, it's a doozy, and I hope you enjoy it. So, without any more ado, synopsis! Showcase presents number 59, December 1965. Written by Bob Haney, drawn by Nick Cardi. Teen Titan Roll Call, Wonder Girl, Aqualad, Robin, Kid Flash. A brand new rock and roll act called The Flips have a fresh new sound and are taking the world by storm. This power trio consists of Joe, who plays guitar and rides a flying surfboard, Jack, who rides a magic motorcycle, and Jill, who twirls a baton. Teens everywhere, including the Teen Titans, think the Flips are the greatest, despite the fact that their only instrument is a single acoustic guitar. Adults, including the Titans' mentors, are less enthusiastic about the sound. The teens of Clarkston have gathered at their clubhouse to ask the Flips to play a benefit concert to start a scholarship fund. The Flips shock them by agreeing to play. Hooray! This is why you need clubhouses. The Flips then shock everyone by appearing to rob a jewelry store. The Flips claim they are innocent and were kidnapped and dragged out of town at the time, but as several policemen saw teenagers who looked like them commit the crimes using a motorcycle, a flying surfboard, and a baton, it looks at least a little suspicious. The adults of Clarkson want to cancel the upcoming concert. Oh no! Fortunately, the Teen Titans believe that if you like someone's art, you must believe that they are innocent of crime, which is good news for Woody Allen, Bill Cosby, Roman Polanski, and the Flips. The teens volunteer to supervise the Flips during their stay in Clarkston and ensure that nobody steals anything. They do a terrible job. They lock the Flips in a room and tell them to practice, but after an hour or so, they notice that there's a gaping hole in the wall and the Flips are gone. Now the Flips appear to be robbing a bank using a magic motorcycle, a flying surfboard, and of course, the most nefarious device of all, a baton. As they do so, they are singing a song about what jerks they are and how much they love bank robbing. The Titans try to stop the robbery, but Wonder Girl gets hit by a baton. Kid Flash slips in some oil the motorcycle left behind as it rode up a wall, and Aqualad got tired from swimming too much after the flying surfboard. And I guess Robin kinda sat this one out. Soon after that action, Wonder Girl finds the Flips passed out in a big pile of hay on the outskirts of town. The Flips claim that they were framed and had been knocked out and kidnapped, but nobody believes them. Looks like they're going to have to cancel the benefit show and there will be no scholarships. The students of Clarkston will all have to go to state schools. But just when things look their bleakest, Robin has a cunning plan. Some local teens would like the concert to go on, so they've gathered on the courthouse steps. Have they made picket signs? Of course they have made picket signs. The mayor comes out and announces that there are some new evidence and the flips have been cleared of all charges and the concert will go on! Hooray! The Flips are backstage getting ready for the concert when the Flips barge in on them and hold them at gunpoint. What? The bad Flips lock the other Flips in a room and head off to rob the scholarship fund. But then the other Flips show up to thwart them. Only one of these new thwarting Flips has a lasso and another one can run really, really fast. And probably the third thwarting Flip can talk to fishes, but it doesn't really come up. The evil flips get thwarted something fierce. They're unmasked and revealed to be some ugly people who we are told are professional thieves. And I think teenagers, it's tough to tell. The thwarting flips are unmasked and revealed to be Wonder Girl, Aqualad, and Kid Flash. Gasp! I guess Robin was still tuckered out from coming up with that cunning plan and decided to sit this one out as well. Oh, and I guess he let them out of the room when they got locked in. 
The actual flips were locked up in prison the whole time and thus are proven to be innocent. They are released and go on to play the concert opening with their hit single, A Babe, A Board, and A Bike. What? No baton? Okay, and that is the comic book that I like to call, ladies and gentlemen, The Fabulous Flips. Joining us once again is my brother, Corey. Hello, Corey. Hey, folks. Joining us also is another friend of mine called Tequila, which you will be hearing more from, I would imagine, as the podcast goes on. What'd you think, Corey? G-Hub, I thought this was tops. <laughs> once again, we've got the same dynamic set up at the very beginning, which is just, you know, uh, parents don't understand. You know, that's the theme that's normally. Um, the last two issues that we reviewed, it started off basically with the Teen Titans needing to um, secure permission from their, their mentors or parents or caretakers. I don't understand. I don't think any of them is their parent except for Wonder Girl's mom. Okay. I think Kid Flash is... But they're like... The what? Flash's nephew. Oh. Okay. Robin, I'm not sure. I think he was maybe adopted. I know he's Bruce Wayne's ward, so he's kind of... He's definitely a father figure if he's not a father. Aqualad, again, maybe adopted by Aquaman, but... Yeah, sorry, I get the, I get the sense that they're all at least uh, award status. Anywho. Right, except for Kid Flash, who has his own family. More on that later, I suppose. So in the previous issues, the deal was, um, hey, authority figure, I've gotta go, I'd like to go solve this crime, please. And they're like, okay, just be responsible. This time... It set up with a totally different thing, which is each of the the Teen Titans is listening to this new hot band, The Flips, and it's like, oh, this is the greatest. And each of the uh, authority figures, uh, supervisors types, grown-up superheroes, is like, ah, oh, this is the worst thing ever, and they all have funny things to, to say about it. Batman says <laughs> that, what is this noise? Turn it off. Classic. Flash just basically says that he doesn't like it, but then let's... Kid Flash talk more about how much he loves it. Wonder Girl's mom, uh, Hippolyta, I believe. I'm still just guessing on that. I don't think they've determined really who she is. Wait, they don't have the technology. Right. When they, they, I'm not it's on like Paradise Island. They don't have maternity tests no. yet. <laughs> uh, she she wonders if the, the sound coming from the radio is a herd of banshees uh-huh. or is a bunch of banshees. It's a bunch of banshees, yeah. And then Aquaman and Aqualad are apparently watching the flips play on... A television that is made out of shells. Underwater. In Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean, it really does look like it's made out of shells. And Aqu- Aquaman wonders, Yow, what is that, Aqualad? A herd of singing shrimp? Mm-hmm. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty great. Yeah. That is going to be my new go-to if I don't like something. If somebody mm-hmm. at work is playing the goddamn gin blossoms again. Oh. Be like, what is that? I heard a singing shrimp. Yeah, they were everywhere in the 90s. Yeah, that'll show them. So that that's one thing that carries over from the two previous episodes. The other thing that carries over from the previous episodes is maybe my favorite trope in these. We are three for three. Mm. Teens have picket signs. Yay. I got an air horn because I was so excited <laughs> that picket signs, we are three for three. We're going to keep a running count going. Mm-hmm. Man. I, I love the picket well. signs. It, they don't have as large a role. And just, I think it says, like, Flips Innocent. It's the scene where they're outside of the courthouse. The teens want the Flips to be freed so they can play the concert. But at the same time, it does seem like the teens are like, yeah, they totally did it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we got to back it up a little bit because we haven't explained the origin of this, this concert, which is, I think, pivotal to uh, 
to the story. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I went over it in the synopsis. But, yeah, yeah no, so they're, they're holding a concert so that they can, a benefit concert to get scholarships. Right. Uh, for the local students, which for they needed. One kid. Right. Oh, was it just for one I, kid? That's what I was led to believe. Oh, I thought it was for a bunch of kids. I think it was just one very special boy. Really? Yeah. I think it said scholarship fund. Is it just for one well, kid? Could, a fund could be for Which one Which kid do you person. think it was? Oh, he did. we don't need to get into that. <laughs> just That was just how it seemed to me. So that's one aspect of it. One thing that I thought was fun is that this band, that's the most popular band ever, it is one guy playing a guitar... And that's the only instrument. Other than that, there's a guy riding a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who's playing the guitar is also riding a flying surfboard, mm-hmm. which is cool. Mm-hmm. And the, the the female member, Jill, has a baton, mm-hmm. which is nowhere near as cool as the other things. And I feel very bad for her. I mean, at least the flying surfboard, it's got an engine and the motorcycle has an engine, too. Mm-hmm. So they could be making noises with that like Jackal did. With their chainsaws when they would play. Right. Like, not not a traditional instrument, but mm-hmm. okay, they've got a fresh sound. The mm-hmm. baton is not going to make a lot of noise. Probably not. One of the other things that I thought was unsettling about it, I got to say, is their, their hit single, mm. A Babe, A Board, and a Bike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Board and the bike are objects that those guys are associated with, like mm-hmm. a synecdoche. <laughs> Okay. As a literary thing, where you refer to something as something that they're associated with. So, right. okay. And this Joe would be the board. Right. And Jack would be the bike. Mm-hmm. And then the object, if we're keeping it consistent, that Jill is associated with, is herself. Mm. Which is not great. Mm. Although, maybe it's better, because at least the object that she's associated with is a whole person. But it's also saying that she's an object. It's I don't I don't I don't like it. It was a it was a sexist uh, time. That's that's true largely. But I mean, they were they were trying mostly it's outside I, of this I issue. Don't think they were really thinking. No, I don't about think they were thinking much. They were much just like, what it. are words that we can use that have to do with this? Crazy oh yeah, idea because where else would they get something that she was associated with that began with a B? Not a baton. What else could it be? No, not a baton, which would have completed the, <laughs> the triptych there very neatly and without that attending bullshit. Good point. But the fact that it is that their band basically consists of a flying surfboard, a magical motorcycle, and a baton leads me to believe that there is a very good possibility that somewhere in the Marvel Universe, there is a Flips cover band that mm. consists of the Silver Surfer, Ghost Rider, and Daredevil. <laughs> they just do a bunch of flips covers. I would like to see that. I also liked how when the, the thieves were posing as the flips, mm. they made up their own songs, which I think were parodies of the other oh, That explains flips the terrible songs. lyrics. What are you talking about? That is some tight shit. Okay. But, Corey, give, a, give, us a, give us a reading of one of their... Uh... So here, he's really like, is kind of like um, dissing Aqualad. You know, um, Aqualad slipped up like an eel real cool. I'll just make him feel like a fool. That's actually not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, what, what about that one? Oh, uh, yeah, this is this is one that I, you know, I thought was a little too goofy. This actually made me laugh out loud, which is um, uh, they tried to stop my hot board 
with its load of loot, but I just surfed him down, Rudy Toot Toot. It's maybe it sounds better pretty if, you, good. if you sing it. Yeah, well, try singing it. That's my, um, It's not really my strong suit, but um, how about you? I'm give it no, a I give it a try. Hey, all right. I think of it as like kind of a surf, so like, you know, Link, Link Ray or Dick Dale kind of. They tried to stop my heart board with its load of loot, but I just surfed them down, Rudy Toot Toot. So yeah, it's a pretty good song. A little, a little more Beach Boys. Yeah. Brian Wilson would be proud. Well, that, it's really, it was a popular thing, so that'd be more Mike Love. Oh, okay. but, uh, but yeah, no, see, it, it's, uh, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But yeah, okay, I, I get what you're saying. Parody? Sure. Yeah, you know, I, I, think, I think it works out well. I think they're... they're uh, <laughs> I, think, I think it's interesting that, like, they're, they're keeping with the theme, the imposters, who... Really are just like, when there's the big reveal at the end, it's like, let's find out who you really are. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a bunch of ugly dudes. Yeah, and, and a lady. And a, and a lady. Mm-hmm. I was using dudes in the... Gender neutral. Gender neutral oh, term. Of course. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's also weird that... Okay, it, there's a lot going on at the end, where there's like three yeah. different sets of flips that are all fighting each other. Yeah, it was confusing. And you said it kept you going till the end, but it was actually a surprise when there oh, was yeah. the reveal. Mm-hmm. What did you think was going on? Well, I, I had sort of towards the end figured out that, okay, there's got to be some way people are, impo- you know, that there's imposters who are either dressed up like the flips or they figured out some way to hypnotize these flips into performing these nefarious acts okay. because really the alibis didn't check out. The biggest point of confusion for me was at the very end, I thought it was really the good flips were beating the bad flips, and um, it didn't occur to me that the Teen Titans had all dressed up as the flips and were wearing Did, Despite the fact that one of them was running at super speed, the, and one of them had a lasso. Yeah, do you ever have those like stupid thoughts where you see something, and you know it's obvious what it is, but your brain just is like, nope. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was like, oh, that's weird, that guy's running fast, just like in Flash. <laughs> But it's clearly Joe. Where is Ken Flash? And how is Joe running that fast? And then, you know, yeah, at the end, I was like, oh, that explains it. Right. It was also, it was nice for me to see how much of this Robin just sat out. Because there are three flips and 14 Titans, so he didn't have an obvious counterpart. I mean, Mm. 14 Titans, three flips. Well, he was the brainstorm. He was referred to as a brainstorm at one point. You know, he probably came up with the whole, hey, let's make um, flip masks just like the criminals have. Right. And do this thing. So there's a lot to choose from in this issue, but uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite slang that's used in this? Oh, jeepers! No, that one's not in there. Oh, really? I don't um, think so. It might be. <laughs> Honestly, no. there's a pretty good chance it is. I, I'm just talking like that. Um, you know, I don't have it memorized, but the 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 opening spiel that has the translation for the grown-ups was my favorite part. Where it's it's like at the very beginning, and they're they're talking about um, it's and it's all kind of sort of rhyming. Where it's like uh, here it is, uh, dig this gig when a crazy fab singing swinging teen group makes the scene with a crazy crime beat that'll have you losing your cool. Blah blah blah, and it, it goes on for a while. It's a you know, and then it just says translation, a somewhat more than moderately exciting story. That's pretty good. How about you? Did you have a favorite slang bit? I had a couple. I had a couple. I like when Wonder Girl is flying over mm. and somebody says, uh, just somebody off panel, like the same guy who would be saying, look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Right. Mm-hmm. This goes, dig that Wonder Girl. What a keen chick. Yeah. Yeah. That actually, st- I remember that too. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I think my real favorite though 
is when... Okay, so the Teen Titans are dressed up as the Flips. And they're having basically their press conference saying that they're going to play a concert later. Right. So they stand on the courthouse steps and say in unison, Greetings, cats. We're going to be making with the great sounds tonight. See you at the concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like that is Aliens that wrote that. Oh, yeah. And or maybe like Dan Aykroyd and uh, and Steve Martin from the We Are Too Wild and Crazy Guys. Yeah. Yeah, there was a few instances of, you know, music being referred to as sounds. Yeah. In this, which is, is I don't know if that was a par- parlance from the 60s or just the, the people that wrote this trying to be like, hmm, what else would kids call music? I think it's probably a combination of them. I think it happened some and then it happened way, it got perpetuated way more by people writing down to kids. But that particular instance I like a lot because I like to think that they let Aqualad write that one. <laughs> it's like, all right, so say, come up with some cool stuff for us to say before we impersonate the flips. And I also think that probably Wonder Girl and Kid Flash and Aqualad were a little bit disappointed when the flips did, mm. when the bad flips did show up and they had to thwart them. Because mm. I think otherwise they were going to get to play the concert. They probably would have really enjoyed that. I think they would have been good at it, too. Yeah. I learned, too, in this issue something that I just sort of hadn't put together before which is the fact that you know aqualad is basically uh, a foreigner because um atlantis is not part of the united states i just sort of had always assumed because <laughs> aquaman was like part of these superheroes that were all right you know go usa that he was sort of part of the the deal and uh they they did you know point out specifically like hey even though this kid's you know not from the us of a he lives down in atlantis he's still really into this this music that all these other kids like Corey, can it kind of blow your mind even further sure paradise island isn't part of the usa oh my gosh i know wonder girl too dang it's like uh only half of the teen current teen titans are americans mm-hmm. does that make you like them a little bit less no, I'm okay with that. I, they seem You're to be doing very a, a good job. Yeah, you know, no need for jingoism here. I just sort of <laughs> thought it might be germane to that era. Of, I guess this is counterculture we're talking about. Right, so, right. This yeah. is some deep shit, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is the beginnings of countercultures, really starting mm-hmm. with the flips. Mm-hmm. Very subversive music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, who else would have thought to use a motorcycle and a surfboard and a baton? Is... Well, like I said, I think Jackal would have eventually. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I also think it's weird that, I mean, it was made so much easier to impersonate the flips by the various people who impersonated them that for no particular reason, their stage gear consists of them wearing masks, basically. Hmm? Like, I mean... Like the sunglasses. Jack has giant goggles that cover most of his face. Mm-hmm. Joe has giant sunglasses that cover most of his face. Mm-hmm. And Jill wears a mask. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what if that was like some weird 60s like heart-shaped sunglass thing. or is No, I think it's just, just a mask. Like a full-on. Like, and it's, yeah. Yeah, pretty weird getup. She's got like a, like a one-piece bathing suit. And then um, uh, Jack, the motorcycle dude, has got like... Kind of a fancy denim suit with a giant ascot. Yeah, he's got the cravat going on in the front, like so kind of kind of the uh, the Fred from Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, thing, which is pretty. He, he's got probably my favorite look. And then Joe is just basically wearing swim trunks mm-hmm. and carrying a guitar generally, which yeah. he's got to take care of that thing because he's the only guy in the band 
with an instrument. There's a scene in there where where I think um, Jack is there's, also yeah. Like, there's one scene where while he is playing, mm-hmm. while he's riding the motorcycle, Jack is playing the guitar, but mm-hmm. that's not actually Jack. That's, that's the, the guy. That's the criminal because he's he's doing it on his way. He's steering with his feet too. He's steering with because that criminal is a fucking badass. That's a he's steering with guy. his feet and singing a song about. There was a little town that had a little bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're gonna crack it like a ten-ton tank. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I guess the reason that the criminals go through all of this trouble of gassing the Teen Titans and breaking them but up. But they didn't gas the Teen Titans, they gassed the flips. That's sorry, I misspoke. When That's they okay. ga- they gas the flips and then they go through all this trouble to take them and like dump them on an island was to what, create an alibi in case they got caught impersonating them? Like that that part doesn't really hold for me. I, I'm not sure what you're saying. So when the Teen Titans come to town to, to play the concert, um, the cops and everybody are really freaked out because they still think that they're possibly these criminals. And so right. the Teen Titans solution is like, oh, we'll just lock them in this room until right. the concert. And then mysteriously... Um, oh, so you're wondering why they busted them out and gassed them instead of just leaving them in the room and doing the thing. Exactly. I think the idea was that so that nobody could just, once the crime started, they couldn't look in the room and say, oh, okay, they're still here. That must be somebody else. Okay, yeah, so it was basically an, an alibi type. Not an alibi. Yeah, so that they didn't have an alibi mm-hmm. or a reliable one because their alibi was. We got knocked out and gassed, and nobody believes them. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact, I think I mentioned it in the, uh, in the synopsis too, that really all evidence is pointing to the fact that they absolutely committed these crimes. Mm. But the Teen Titans are like, no, I like their music. They didn't do it. They struggle with it, though. They, they, it seems like they must have, but ultimately they never give up believing in them because they like their music. Well, so they think they couldn't have committed these crimes. Sure. Because everybody knows if you're a talented artist, then you could not do anything that is morally bankrupt. It's oh, impossible. I don't know. It can't be done. They uh, they had a gut feeling. All of them. One big gut One feeling. One big gut feeling. About... They work well as a unit. That's why they all yeah. show up basically holding hands. That was pretty adorable. It's really cute. I think they did it in the previous issue, too. Mm-hmm. Where And it's nice, because they all show up together, and everybody goes, the Teen Titans. But when they show up, it's they're, they're all, like, not really holding hands, but, like, holding yeah. on to each other's arms. Arm in arm. Yeah. It, but it's not like their arms are interlocked. Like a chorus it's, Is that how they do it? No. It's one know. singular sensation. I, I Every don't. little step they take. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's accurate. <laughs> I just said it. It's, I you know more about chorus lines than I do, Corey. Well, that's also probably not accurate. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice entrance. It was cute. Who is your uh, just wrap it up? But who is your favorite Teen Titan in this issue? In this issue, um, who is my favorite Teen Titan? You know, I'm gonna have to say for a change, I think it's Robin because I like that he sort of hung back and you know he was still kind of they gave him the like you're masterminding it deal, but like normally he's got that that like I don't have special powers complex and so I gotta do some crazy right I gotta do extra stuff yeah. yeah and I don't feel like he did that this time he was kind of like okay you guys shine you know go do your <laughs> thing I appreciated that my mine is. You know, it's once again, I think, going to be... It's a surprise. It's going to be Aqualad. Uh-huh. Because I think that he wrote that line for them. <laughs> where they all sound like aliens impersonating <laughs> hipsters. I just like the idea of, greetings, cats! <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a hip little Atlantean. 
He is, and I like him a lot. One thing that I, I don't think I'd mentioned yet is this is the first issue that's drawn all the way by Nick Cardi, mm. and I really liked it. I thought the, the artwork is a dramatic improvement from the previous ones, although you did point out that in panels it really does still look like uh, Wonder Woman or Wonder Girl is on speed. Yeah, no, no pupils to speak of. Just little, little pinpricks. Little pinpricks and giant swirling eyes. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it, it's. Uh, I, I don't think he's gotten quite to the point that he gets with the artwork. But it's. Uh, I like where he's headed with it, and you can kind of see that. And I gotta say, I love the flips, and I totally want to buy their albums. I want to hear their music. I think. I think they're a hip new sound. The most. Mm-hmm. They're okay. I said we we're going to wrap up, but there is one other thing I do want to bring up. Mm. There is a full page in here that is all text that is called Other Times, Other Teens. Oh, I skipped that. Understandable. I think most people probably did. Mm. Worth reading. I'll sum it up for you real quickly. All right. You teens think you got it pretty bad, don't you? You got to do chores. Your parents are always hollering at you. Mm-hmm. Well, could be worse. Mm. What if you were a teen in ancient Sparta and you had to train for the military all the time and then you'd probably die? Or... What if you were a teen in medieval ages, and then you would die when you were 20, and, mm. uh, and you'd just be wallowing in shit all the time mm. and having to farm hard labor all your life? Mm. Uh, not so bad is it now, teens, huh? Uh, You've got it pretty good. Pretty Why not thank your parents for all they do for you? Oh, Lousy teens. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty good. My real favorite Teen Titan this issue, I think, was the flips. A-okay. They're great. Tops. Quite. I've been Hub. I've been Corey. You gonna come back next week, Corey? You bet. Okay, we're gonna do Teen Titans number one in their first issue of their ongoing series. Very exciting times. Alright, talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. And they know it.